Coming up, the holiday season brings us an NFL Saturday and a lot of winter weather. This is Locked On Game to Game NFL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NFL local experts taking you from game to game, previewing the matchups for week 16 of the NFL season. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The top two picks of the 2021 NFL draft, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, met on Thursday night football, but only one of them made it to the end of the game. Now, Wilson got benched about mid-game on the way to a Jags win, and Locked On Jaguars looks at how Jacksonville put itself in control of its own destiny for a playoff spot. Big win in the Big Apple for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm Tony Wiggins, your host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast. The Jacksonville Jaguars went and had a very workmanlike performance in MetLife. I believe that's what it's called up in New Jersey. But they beat the New York Jets 19-3. Didn't allow the Jets to get anything going. Zach Wilson got booed all night and ended up getting benched. But the Jacksonville Jaguars may have had their signature performance as a team growing up. Got the lead, maintained the lead, played a very good defense, were active all night. Trevor Lawrence was super, super efficient and used his legs. Travis Etienne, despite some ball handling issues, was able to carry the ball more than 20 times in the game. The Jaguars, basically, if you had shut your eyes, you would have thought you were watching the Bill Belichick, Tom Brady Patriots with how they just went about their business in such a professional way. 19-3, to they're half game behind Tennessee for the AFC South lead with two games to go. Both the Saints and Browns playoff hopes are slim at this point, but they are technically still alive going into week 16. Locked on Browns tells you how Cleveland makes it four wins in the last five games. What's up, Cleveland Browns fans? Jeff Lloyd from the Locked on Browns podcast with your biggest key to victory as the Browns play Christmas Eve, Saturday, 1 o'clock at First Energy against the New Orleans Saints. As we all know, and if you haven't heard, do you live under a rock? The weather is going to be miserable. Wind, cold, negative degree temperatures with the wind factor in snow flurries in the air the biggest key to a game like this is discipline everybody knows it's cold the people and players who can fight it out the longest and just maintain their focus on the task at hand for those three to five seconds that an nfl play goes by will be the team that becomes victorious maybe no nick chubb this week so we can see kareem hunt a guy who grew up in ohio familiar with weather like this maybe have a big day but discipline that is your biggest key jeff lloyd locked on browns available wherever you get your podcast youtube and also now on roku the titans were on the verge of clinching the afc south among Ago, but four losses later, and the Tennessee Titans have now have to deal with Jacksonville on its heels with three weeks to play. With a division battle with Houston up next, locked on Titans and Texans give the keys to a win for both sides. The Tennessee Titans will need to make Derrick Henry the king of Christmas against the Houston Texans to finally close their four game losing streak. My name's Tyler Rowland, host of the Locked On Titans podcast. Hoping for a Merry Christmas for the Titans as they take on the Houston Texans on Christmas Eve. And as has been the case for Derrick Henry the past three years, he'll need to dominate the Houston Texans on the ground on Saturday. The Titans are on a four-game losing streak, and it looks like backup quarterback Malik Willis will be starting. That means that the pressure will be on Derrick Henry to carry this team to a victory. He's been able to do it before. The Titans will need him to do it again. For more analysis, 
Check out the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Check out the Locked on Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. Locked on Titans. It's your team every day. The keys to the Houston Texans beating the Tennessee Titans on Saturday is simple. Don't allow Malik Willis to have a phenomenal game. I'm John Hickman with the Locked On Texans podcast, your team every day. When we look at the Houston Texans in their last three outings, seven turnovers, four sacks, and a plethora of quarterback hits. That is essential. You don't expect to stop Derrick Henry, but what you can do is control the things you can control. The master of your faith, the captain of your soul. Listen, the Tennessee Titans is banged up up front with the offensive line. Nearly half of their starters missed time throughout the week at practice. For Houston, take advantage of that. They've been able to be faster on the edge. They've been able to dominate the interior trenches of the defensive line. Continue to do that. Allow Malik Willis to look confused. Make him see ghosts if you're Lovey Smith. Make sure that this game going into the fourth quarter is winnable. As we've seen, Houston has been competitive in the last couple of outings. This could be a game Houston pulls off. The Seahawks are going to need wins to make the playoffs, and they are coming off a long rest after playing last Thursday. Can that add up to beating a Chiefs team that's already clinched their division? Locked On Chiefs looks at what Casey needs to do to avoid an upset. The Kansas City Chiefs' key to victory this week is simple. Do not turn the ball over. I am Chris Clark from Locked On Chiefs. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. This is a very simple key to victory this week. Kansas City cannot continue to turn the ball over as much as they have over the past several weeks. They have now allowed a turnover in nine straight games. That cannot continue if they are going to want to continue to have a chance to be the number one seed in the AFC and go far and deep in the playoffs and maybe make another Super Bowl. This is something that they have to get taken care of. They have to take better care of the ball, and it has to start this week in a game where it is looking like it's going to be single digits uh, on the temperature and probably negative in the windshield for kickoff on Saturday. Kansas City has to hold on to the ball and not turn it over. For more on this game and the Kansas City Chiefs, check out the Locked On Chiefs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming up, the Eagles look to lock down the Cowboys on defense. This is Locked On Game to Game NFL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Total Wine and More. This holiday at Total Wine and More, when you find a new favorite Cabernet or Chardonnay or the perfect gifts for everyone on your list, you'll know you found something special, all for the lowest price. Love what you find? Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NFL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The only team that may be surprising us more than the Jags right now is the Lions, whose six wins in the last seven games have Detroit in the playoff race. The Panthers have nine losses, but they are still in it too, thanks to a terrible NFC South division. Locked On Panthers and Lions look at how each team needs a big win this week. The Carolina Panthers need to reestablish their physicality at the line of scrimmage if they're going to bounce back and beat the Detroit Lions on Saturday afternoon. Hi, I'm Julian Council, the host of Locked On Panthers. The Carolina Panthers under interim head coach Steve Wilkes have been known for having a strong running game and an excellent defense, and all of that failed them on Sunday afternoon in their 24-16 loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Panthers came in the game like Pittsburgh at 5-8, but unlike Pittsburgh, having a chance to go to the playoffs if they won their final four games, well, they laid a massive 
defensive egg in that loss, allowing 157 yards rushing to Pittsburgh while only rushing for 21 yards in that game. The Carolina Panthers not doing what they had done in weeks past, winning on the road against Seattle where they rushed for over 200 yards and having an also a massive rushing game against the Denver Broncos previous to that before the bye. The Panthers have to get back to reestablishing the run game and winning at the line of scrimmage. Steve Wilkes talked to the media on Monday talking about how he's going to put the pads back on so they can reestablish that mentality and that identity with this football team as they need to beat Detroit and win, in, win their final two games against Tampa and at New Orleans if they're going to be NFC South Division champions for the first time since 2015. For more on this week's monumental matchup between the Panthers and the Lions, make sure to check out Locked on Panthers every Monday through Friday, free and available wherever you get your podcast part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. The Detroit Lions must keep protecting Jared Goff if they want to get a victory over the Carolina Panthers this Saturday. I'm Matt Derry, host of the Locked On Lions podcast. Lions looking for four straight wins and four straight road wins going into Carolina this weekend. They're playing great football, but the protection's been great. The offensive line has not allowed a sack the last two weeks. Now, Jared Goff and company facing Brian Burns and a very good Panthers pass rush. Let's see how well the Lions hold up. If they can keep Goff clean, they should win the football game on Saturday. For more on the Detroit Lions, check out the Locked On Lions podcast free and wherever you get your podcasts Monday through Friday right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. While the Falcons rookie quarterback is still getting his sea legs in the NFL, they have a good shot at a win in his second career start with Lamar Jackson out for the Ravens. Whether it's Tyler Huntley or someone else, Locked On Ravens tells us how Baltimore gets the win at home anyway with a chance to clinch the playoffs on the line. The Baltimore Ravens must get their passing game going against the Atlanta Falcons in Week 16. I'm Kevin Ostreicher, the host of Locked On Ravens. And while Baltimore's run game dominated on the ground against Cleveland in Week 15, their pass game did not. Baltimore averaged just 3.8 yards per pass compared to 7.1 yards per attempt on the ground. And it's currently unclear who starts for Baltimore in Week 16 as Lamar Jackson has missed the first couple of practices. Tyler Huntley was out of the injury report with a shoulder injury. So it could potentially be undrafted rookie Anthony Brown going up against that 30th ranked Falcons passing defense and if there's a week for Baltimore's pass offense to get back on track it would be this week against Atlanta in that struggling pass defense in terms of the red zone offense Baltimore has to be better there too they are the 29th rated red zone offense this year not only can they not score touchdowns in the red zone at this point they can't even score points as they turn the ball over twice in the red zone against Cleveland in week 15 defense has been playing great the run game has been playing great but they need better pass offense even better coaching in some circumstances as well. For more on this Ravens team and their Week 16 matchup with the Falcons, be sure to follow the Locked Ravens podcast and subscribe on YouTube, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Just a week ago, the Eagles versus Cowboys game looked like it was going to be one of the highlights of the regular season. Instead, a Dallas loss last week took the Cowboys out of reach for the division lead, and Jalen Hurts has been dealing with that shoulder injury. So with quarterback questions up in the air for Philly, Locked On Eagles is keying in on the defense. The Philadelphia Eagles need to take out Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott on Saturday for Christmas Eve to get a win over the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Louis DiBiase, host of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Yes, we don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to play in this game. Maybe it is Gardner Minshew, but I trust the Eagles' past success with backups and the current support system for Minshew or Hurts to produce on the offensive side of the ball. The key is going to be on defense, taking out that dominant Dallas run game of Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. Yes, Dak Prescott is a 
you know, top half quarterback in the NFL. He's got CD lamb, but outside of that, not a lot of weapons. And Prescott has been struggling through the air when it comes to turnovers, 11 interceptions in nine games leads the league in interception percentage, seven picks in the last four games, three of those games, he's had two interceptions. I think the Eagles can have success when it comes to their secondary against the pass. The key is making them one dimensional in that way and stopping Elliott and Pollard. I'm Louis DiBiase, host of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. There's not a ton to play for between the Steelers and Raiders as both are pretty far out of any playoff hopes. Locked on Steelers is thinking about two of Vegas's offensive stars this weekend. I'm Chris Carter of the Locked on Steelers podcast, and this is your biggest key for the Pittsburgh Steelers to beat the, the Las Vegas Raiders at Acrisure Stadium on Christmas Eve. Now, the Steelers and the Raiders are facing off in a game where both teams have been inconsistent and come to this game at 6-8, but the Raiders have... Devontae Adams, who arguably is the best receiver in football, and Josh Jacobs, who is regarded by Mike Tomlin as the best runner in football when he spoke Tuesday about the coming challenge with the Raiders. This is going to be a tough balance for a Steelers defense that has usually been able to do one thing right over the other. If they stop the run, they might give up a big bunch of big pass plays. If they stop the pass, they might give up a bunch of big run plays. And so a lot of people are going to be wondering, what do they focus on in this game? Well, when you look at the, the stats of Jacobs and Adams in wins versus losses, to me, there's a clear tell. In the, in the wins that the, the Raiders have had, Devontae Adams has averaged more yards per game than in their losses. He has 102.7 yards per game and four touchdowns in the wins that the Raiders have had. But he has 82.4 yards per game in the losses and eight touchdowns. It's less, it's less yards, more touchdowns and losses, but not as big of a difference as what happens when Josh Jacobs gets going as he's been a bigger contributor for their wins. Josh Jacobs in the six wins the Raiders have had has had 143.7 yards per game in their wins versus 79.1 yard per yards per game in their losses. This is just rushing yards per game, but that's a huge difference. You're talking about almost 70 full yards. That's a difference in their wins. And also, when in the Raiders' wins, Josh Jacobs has had eight touchdowns versus their losses. He's only had three. So the clear key for the Steelers, do everything you can to stop Josh Jacobs from getting going. If you can do that, maybe you make it so that uh, that you can allow Minka Fitzpatrick and maybe a, maybe a cornerback to take away Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro and limit what the Raiders do in the pass game. But it's clear. If you let the Raiders run the ball, they're going to run right over you, and you're going to lose the game. So that's the biggest key. Stop the run, and then hope for Minka Fitzpatrick in that secondary to limit the, pay, the, the, the Raiders' passing game. Because if they do, I think the Steelers have a better chance at winning. The Colts will roll out another QB this season. This time it's going to be veteran Nick Foles taking on the Chargers. Locked on Chargers keying in on consistency, while locked on Colts is just hoping to avoid any disasters. If the Chargers want to avoid the upset against the Colts on Monday Night Football, they have to find consistency on offense. This is Danny Wade from Locked On Chargers, and although the Chargers have put themselves squarely in the playoff picture with two big wins, they've had some troubling offensive tendencies, including in the last two games against the Titans, not scoring in the second or third quarter against the Dolphins. You go two out of six in the red zone, and that's how you let teams hang around. When you're trying to avoid an upset, you have to find a way to get that separation in-game. And the biggest problem for the Chargers are the in-game adjustments aren't being made. They're the worst third-quarter offense in the entire NFL. They've only scored six combined points in their last eight games in the third quarter. They haven't scored a third quarter touchdown since week five against the Browns. They need to iron it out. They have all their weapons back. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, 
back in the lineup. There's no more excuses. And against a bad team like the Colts, you have to find a way to separate. You have to find that killer instinct, and you'll definitely get a huge win that you need going down the stretch of the season. But for the full game breakdown, make sure to check out the Locked On Chargers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Indianapolis Colts have another primetime game this week as they host the Los Angeles Chargers on Monday Night Football. And it's going to be yet another horse on the quarterback carousel, this time Nick Foles at quarterback for the Colts. This is Jake Arthur with the Locked On Colts podcast. So a couple big things. Obviously, Nick Foles will be the the biggest part of this matchup and what the offense is going to look like with him. Uh, But when you look at the Chargers specifically, there's a couple things that Colts, I think they could do against that Chargers defense to perhaps hold on and get a win this time around. They've they've come close in their last few uh, few matchups. So first, the Chargers are 28th against the run. The Colts, of course, don't have Jonathan Taylor anymore. That is a bummer, of course. But if they can establish any sort of respectable run game with Deion Jackson, Zach Moss, and Jordan Wilkins, that could possibly open up play action. After all, the Chargers have allowed a 100-yard individual rusher in four of their last five games. So it's not like it's out of, of the realm of possibility for the Colts to be successful with their cast of backups. So if Nick Foles, who is a lot more aggressive downfield than Sam Ellinger and Matt Ryan were... Uh, If he can look downfield a bit, this could open up things for Alec Pierce, Michael Pittman Jr., and Jelani Woods. Hopefully, we've, we've talked about him a lot. And you know, the last thing they should do, don't do anything historically bad. A few weeks ago, they gave up 33 points to the Cowboys in the fourth quarter. Last week, they gave up the biggest comeback in NFL history to the Vikings. So just chill out. Don't do anything crazy. Just, just do your normal thing and try and get a win. Uh, For more on this game and more on the Colts throughout the rest of the week, check us out on the Locked on Colts podcast Monday through Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, especially YouTube. Check us out. Thanks. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NFL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NFL and, of course, your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.